It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of our Create the Ripple podcast. I'm excited to have my guest on today, mostly because she and I have been talking about doing this podcast for, well, a very long time. Anyway, for those of you listening in for the very first time, my name is Candace Smiley and I am the host. This is something that is near and dear to my heart and really started from a space to share great ideas, talk about people who are doing amazing things and create a platform for conversations. One of the most impactful things for me in this last crazy year that we've gone through is how much people want to connect and to communicate and the power of that when we come together to do so. So without any further ado, I want to pan over to my guest today and let her share who she is, what she's about, and then we're going to really get this conversation kicked off. So grab your cup of coffee or whatever your bevy of choice is, and let's sit back and uh, start our show today. Go for it, girlfriend. Oh, Candice, thanks so much for having me on. I am so excited to be here. And oh my gosh, yeah, we've been talking about this for quite some time. And, you know, it kind of always works out that way where just everything falls into place as it needs to be in the perfect time and the perfect moment. And um, here we are embracing the new year, 2021, and welcoming what life has to offer our way. So, um, yeah, so hi, everyone <laughs> on the uh, on the call. I'm Tara Lee Ayot, and I guess I am a uh, intuitive healer and speaker, and I support enlightenment seekers through high vibe awakenings to really help them find the essence of who they are and to live life with authentic success and joy. Um, so a lot of my journey really began um, by using uh, like a lot of these alchemy crystal singing bowls um, to, to help people find stillness and inner peace and to look within themselves um, to, to find that joy and to find that happiness and then allow that to radiate out into the world. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited. I was like, when, when we started talking for, for my guests, they really well, most of our guests know that they come online. The pre-show is always my favorite. I keep thinking to myself, I need to just like hit, you know, record as soon as somebody pops onto this, because I think some of the best stuff we talk about is actually pre or post, post the show. Anyway, I saw your fancy pink bowl and I was like, Ooh, are we going to have some music today? <laughs> Which would be a first. On our show. Some tones for sure. <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway, I was, I was highly amused. Cause like, Oh, that's not a candle holder. That is definitely. <laughs> anyway, I was trying to think to myself, how did we get introduced? Because this is a question I'm often asked when I'm doing this, how do you meet your guests? And sometimes they just, you know, find a way to sign up on my podcast. And if you're somebody who'd love to uh, you know, share some space with me. There's always going to be a link in the description box below for you to do so. But for the most part, it's somebody I know or have met through social media, yay social media, um, and we move forward from that. Do you remember how we I met? Think, 
I think we actually met through DN. So ah. I've done a couple of events out in Edmonton and, mm. and I ended up connecting um, with DN through someone that I met on like a flight. Like it just, you know, life just, like I said, it totally works that way where you yep. just navigate through. Um, and then I think one day she just introduced us together and said, yep. yeah, you two need to collaborate on something here. Deanne's pretty good for that. Um, I don't think I've had her on my show yet, so I'm going to have to. I rebranded uh, Tara Lee uh, over the summer, um, 2020. Well, I just did a video about that. So for anybody's listening in live time, I just dropped my latest video re-announcing the relaunching of the podcast. So 2020 uh, like for most people, uh, it was kind of a blow up year. Uh, I can't really complain and I'm lucky in that way because for me it meant, um, you know, I found new love, which was awesome. It did mean the ending of another relationship. So, you know, the polar opposites, which tends to be life, uh, certainly showed up for me in that area in 2020. Um, my business, you know, did this, right? Some of us, we were talking before the show that some people have done very well through, uh, you know, the pandemic and the changes and other people have really uh, been negatively affected. And so I saw a bit of both <laughs> in that. But one of the greatest gifts for me was I finally had time to hit the pause button and really take some time for some inner dialogue, for some inner healing. I spent about 14 weeks uh, working with various healers to recenter, reground, refocus. And that really has had an impact on every single area of my life, depending on whether I'm doing business, even right down to this podcast, which is now Trust the Nagel, Tell the Truth. And the idea behind that is really, um, well, you know what a Nagel is, right? When that thing that you know you're supposed to be doing or saying, and you don't do or say because you know it'll make some change in your life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I say this with a smile on my face because, you know, I know who your target is. So talk to me about the work that you get to do with your clients, because I know a number of people uh, that are going to be watching this show in particular. Um, and I certainly would love an opportunity for you to dive into that and how that plays into our um, idea here and concept. Right. I think we talked a lot about, you know, being able to navigate through um, the whole unfoldings of what's been going on. It's very strange time on the planet. And I find that, um, especially over this last year, a lot of the work that I've been doing is working with people on such a deep level of honoring who they are, looking at those shadow pieces and just loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, um, coming to that acceptance within of, of who we are and what we've come here you know, to, to share in the world. And I think that 2020 really brought us a year, like you were saying, of a lot of ups and downs, right? Like we've really rode a wave, but it reminded us to go within and to face some hard truths. And I think that that is a lot of the aspect of what I do with a lot of my clients is we face those hard truths, but from a place of compassion, from a place of love that makes the experience so much lighter. Because a lot of times, um, and my, my clients or, or all of us, right? We have pieces of ourselves that are um, really difficult or challenging to look at or to deal with. And we don't know where to start or we don't know how to navigate or make our way through that. And I think that that's a big piece of where I come in for people um, is I come in to help people move through really complex situations, but with grace and with ease. And that's often where a lot of times the crystal singing bowls come in, um, a lot of the, the light language and the, 
the, the inner movement of energy to remove a lot of those blockages. Um, so people mm -hmm. can come out of their shell, right? And reemerge uh, with a greater strength, a greater resiliency and connection with life. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting because ease and grace has been something I've really been focusing on, certainly toward the end of 2020. Um, and I do, you know, some, some small coaching and some small groups around that. And one of the things I had done early in 2020 before my world, uh, that was I had defined 10 values, uh, for my life from a large list of core value, you know, options, and then really had shrunk it down into two. And one of those words was grace, um, which is also my middle name, interestingly enough, but I just loved how it sort of brought all that in. So if I'm hearing you right, do you coach coaches or do you coach like the average person? Like who's your, who's your ideal in your target? Usually just clients that I find. Um, I've been asked a number of times, I guess, to do more of the, the, the business side of things, but mm -hmm. I haven't branched out into any specific coaching programs um, yet. But a coaching program that I do call, uh, I do have is called Activate Your Soul Destiny. And it's a coaching program to really step into your highest vibrance, um, remove those energetic blockages that are standing in your way mm -hmm. so that you can come out and shine in the world in a way that um, is in alignment with your soul signature mm -hmm. and who it is that you really come here to be. Soul signature. I love that. Uh, I was chatting with a friend of mine the other day and you might enjoy this language. He said, you know, you are out to create your preferred life. And I was like, oh, I like that. Right. Cause I, you know, I say make manifest my ideal life and that kind of thing. But I was like, preferred. Yes. Right. Cause sometimes it's this or that. Well, I prefer this. Right. I'm good at that, but I prefer if I was this. That's very interesting. Now, it sounds to me, Terry, that there might be a bit of a story behind how you got from where you are, <laughs> from where you came from. Um, is there a story there? Well, yeah, there's a bit of a story in, in <laughs> background. Um, I've, I've had a pretty interesting life and um, I've come from a lot of duality um, in my experience. When you talked a lot about the duality, especially in this last year, I feel like there's been a lot of that for me as well. Um, my whole life has completely blown up on every, on, on every level. I don't know how else to put it, right? It was like, there was a plan. I made a goal. I mean, even my life partner says to me, he's like, you sat down, you know, January 1st, 2020, and you had a plan. And I was like, I know. And the world blew up. <laughs> like, I hear you. I actually had just got back from a retreat that I was hosting down in Sedona, Arizona last, uh, last January, early February. And I came back and um, I knew I was actually going to leave a relationship that I was in for 10 years. So I literally came back. I told my partner, um, I'm, I'm leaving. And this is before COVID hit, but it was just like <laughs> everything was already starting to blow up. And, yeah. and literally three weeks later, I moved out on Friday the 13th. Yay. <laughs> and the oh, world girl. shut down on the Monday. So it was literally like the whole world just blew up. Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea what I was going to do financially because I mean, a lot of my business, um, you know, really is built around live in-person events, uh, experiential travel retreats. And so it gave me this experience um, to really surrender and let go, which I think is, a, it, it was a big thing for me. Um, and I think it is for a lot of us, right? We all like a certain level of control and what we, you know what I mean? What, what we can manage within we like our- We think we have control. I said this to a girlfriend yesterday because I called her. I said, I need a friend. <laughs> and I said, I know I just, I lost the illusion that I had control for half a minute. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, and it's just, it's just this, this journey. And so mm-hmm. I think last year has really um, taught me like when the rubber hits the pavement, mm-hmm. everything that I've worked on, I guess over the last, you know, I'd say the last 10 years, but really my whole life mm-hmm. um, of challenging moments and situations, right. Of learning how to just navigate through that, how to stay in my center. Um, right. A lot of what I teach through, through different like meditation or um, the sound activations it's all like to me those are all moments that give us time to cultivate that within ourselves right it's like building muscle right like muscle memory and then it, then we have these experiences in life that give us the opportunity to really step into that yeah. and and you know to really put into action all that we've been learning and that's i find where we really grow and so this last year um, I feel that I've grown on some of the deepest levels that I have in a really long time because I faced so many, um, so many deep fears right. of, you know, of success, of failure, of poverty, of, you know, everything, right? Of letting go of relationships. Now, because I feel like that was my year. I'm like, really? Me too. Except last year, I feel like I moved the needle. Like there have been years, Tara Lee, where yes, I had successes and yes, I did things and I traveled and I did that. But I get to the end of the year and I think, like that song says, right? And so this is Christmas and what have you done? And I'm like, I don't actually know if I've done anything that moved the needle forward in my life. Like, did I actually go from point A to point B or did I go all over at some points, but did I actually get somewhere that mattered, that counted, that counted toward my real life goals. And I feel like for multitude of reasons, 2020, I moved the needle. I'm like, oh, I literally went here. There was growth. Yeah. <laughs> it was pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I would come into 2020 thinking, how do I do that again? Like without the pandemic, without, you know, all of that, how do I, how do I move forward again? Right. And it's been an interesting, interesting thing. Sounds like you had a very similar year, (laughs) a very similar year of growth. But what I also recognized from it too, was it, all the, all the pieces in my life that didn't really make sense up until that point, all began to, to come into place. And all those pieces started making sense. And it almost seemed like everything was to, you know, to build to this moment, to really to step out. And I think that it's something that I often share with a lot of my clients is to inspire them to grow, to change, uh, to shift in a way. And so what I, what I found this year is that there has been this influx of, of new clients because people are looking, um, they're, they're looking to move through that. They know that there was that, that heaviness and that density and these pieces of our, you know, of ourselves that, it's time to move through and it's, it's seeking, how do I do this, um, you know, in a, in a way that's going to allow me to move past this without re-traumatizing myself from <laughs> the original experience. Well, and I think too, uh, as you say that, I think part of the reason that they, that they feel like it is time is that they suddenly have time. Like 2020 hit the pause button. Like we, we paused and I mean, for me, it came right down to, I was able to pay off some debt because I wasn't traveling and traveling was a huge part of my, my life. I'd love it to be again, um, both for work and for pleasure. And sometimes, you know, both at the same time, right. It was like, I can go here, I can work and then I can take some time off and be present. I've structured my life and my lifestyle as a social marketer so that I can do those things, right. That was a huge part of it. 
but then I didn't. And I remember getting like, where's this extra money coming from? <laughs> it was like, I wasn't spending money. I wasn't spending, you know, $25 on a networking event. I wasn't, you know, all of these things. And I remember thinking to myself, specifically after I had connected with a girlfriend whose schedule in life is very opposite of mine. I'm not sure if you experience this as well, right? Because we're entrepreneurs. So we really set our own schedule as a large, right? We have quite a bit of flex. Her schedule is like nine to five, right? And then she gets home and she's got the kids. And so for us to coordinate time when one or the other one wasn't busy or working or with our families was ridiculous. And then after the pandemic shut down or shut everything down and we started having time to call, I remember thinking I could have created a day in my schedule where I had time for connection because connection is such a huge part of, of who I am. And I've, you know, in expressing this to other people, they say the same thing. Yeah, I probably could have taken off that half a day to be present and go see grandma. I could have, you know, taken a four day weekend to go to the mountains, but I didn't. I could have. And I think, you know, what a brilliant opportunity that this, one of the things it has given us in all of this, amongst other things, has been time. And time is the non-renewable resource. We don't get that one back, right? Like, you know, someone says, you have a minute. I'm like, I know how much a minute for me costs, <laughs> right? Sometimes it's a minute of Anara's life. Sometimes it's, you know, a minute of work. It's, you know, anyway. Oh, I think I come back down to like through this. And I think that's a really important point about, like you said, about time. And really it's allowed us too to find what what our what our foundation is, like what really matters to us and what's most important to us uh, throughout this, you know, this whole pandemic. And I think that before we never had the the opportunity to question that, or we were so busy um, in just, you know, okay, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, we gotta do whatever. And then, you know, by the end of the day, there's like no time left for us. And this, like you said, we really got to pause and look at ourselves and what is it that we really want in our lives? What's really important to us and what matters the most? And I think that we're seeing people now taking that time and investing it into what really matters to them. And we're understanding, especially as things have been taken away. I mean, here in Canada, we have been in lockdown for like almost nine months, right? Like it's crazy. And so family has been taken away, right? Outings have been taken away. Like, you know, like it's so many things. Um, mm -hmm. So this summer I went and I bought a motorhome for the first what? time. It's like, no way. I'm like, I'm back country camping. So I totally feel you. And everybody's like, you did what? I'm like, I know. I like put my phone away for four days and peaced out in yeah. country, my own country, like two hours away from me, three hours away from me. I would never ever have gone to because I was so busy traveling the world and I was like there is a whole world in my backyard that I just about miss well cool for you yeah, so it's, yeah it's been that's been a really that's been a really amazing journey um to to just experience that because I'm like you I love travel as well yeah. uh, I'm always exploring the world going to new places and this last year everything has been shut down or to travel has been, you know, very risky yeah, and, has been, you know, and there's a lot of hoops to jump through and <laughs> it just didn't feel exciting anymore. I was like, I'm good. So then I got this motorhome and like you, like I ended up in, you know, the back country, I'm from Manitoba 
And I ended up in the back country of, of Manitoba. And there, you know, I always just thought, oh, it's just the prairies here. And, you know, it's nothing too exciting. And there's these beautiful um, off the beaten path places that give you this like peace and serenity. Right? I mean, we are basically like lake country. It's absolutely yeah. amazing and stunning. And yeah. there's this reconnection I find that's happening with nature. Like we're reconnecting with nature. We're reconnecting with our roots mm-hmm. and we're allowing ourselves um, to, to harmonize in a way that is allowing us to navigate mm. through stressful times. Um, I you know. like that. Allowing us to navigate. I'm hoping you listeners are listening because she's dropped like some amazing little like one-liners I'm totally stealing. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you'll listen in later and be like, oh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. And I think it, it, it was interesting because I'd said, uh, I tried to set a word. I ended up having like six words for last year. I hit all of them, interestingly enough. One of them was communication. One of them was delegation. One of them was, um, you know, some of these, the first one though was gratitude. And I've always said that gratitude brings you closer to the heart of God, source, whatever you want to call it. And I remember feeling that, that as the world kind of did this, I was like, I am so grateful. Like I was grateful for the breakup that happened early in my Uh, early in the year for me because I was at home and I was in a safe space thankfully and I spent some more time with you know my daughter and I had some time for healing which I don't know if I would have had if if it hadn't all sort of happened all at once (laughs) right like I would have probably just kept on going and been too busy um I was so grateful that the company I had been a part with because I do social retail online they had been sold and so I made a shift to a new company early in the year just before everything went crazy and so I was like oh wow I actually have time to learn this and get set up and get sorted I had been talking about certain you know like it was just it was really interesting to me and I know I'm not the only one who kind of sat back and went it was almost as if because of the pause because of the slowdown we were able more to see what we did have and you know what didn't need to be there and I don't know about you but I was I call myself a minimalist and I was like there is so many things people places habits that I could still let go of because we were asked to live without some of them and I didn't miss it I really didn't I'll I'll be honest I'm totally done with this no hugging thing uh I hit that point in about November (laughs) I had a day where I was like I miss hugs (laughs) You know what I mean? And I was, we can invent. <laughs> oh, right? It's just like, this isn't cutting it anymore. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it, we laugh I, about it, but. I'm really big on the, the whole, like, physical contact, hugging, and mm-hmm. being in, you know, in person with people. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of my, my events and, and who I am as a person revolves around being social and being out and being connected with people. Mm-hmm. And this year... Um, you know, took me from, I was living out in the country. I had like this little acreage just outside the city. And in early March, I actually moved back into the city for my first time in almost 10 years. Wow. Like, okay, I'm going to have this going to be great. I'm going to have this awesome social life. I'm going to get out all the time. (laughs) You know? And then it was like, literally like the Monday after I moved, everything shut down. So I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Um, but that that whole experience and journey, though, like you said, like gratitude is such a big thing, and mm-hmm. I think it's given it's it's given me, and I feel it's given the world a deeper perspective of how grateful we are to 
have had what we had and to now be able to welcome those back into our lives in, um, you know, in a safe way and, and acknowledging that, um, like you said, like how much that means to us. And I think for, for me along my journey over this last year, that's been such a big piece of gratitude for, for everything that was, um, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly and the great, like just all of it. And just I'm so glad you added great because I'm always like, why is it good, bad and ugly? Why are there two awfuls in there? Why can't it be great, good, bad and ugly? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, sorry. Listeners, if you're listening in for the first time, we do not script this stuff in case you couldn't tell. We literally show up, we get a little bit of the juices gone in the pre- the pre-chat, and then we rock and roll. And I learn just as much about my guests as you do, <laughs> sometimes more, when we're hanging out right here, right now. I love that. I love that. Great, good, bad, and ugly. So you use the sound. Talk to me about that. I have always been fascinated with sound bowls, sound healing, mostly because, well, I'm a singer, so that sound has been a huge part of my life. But I really do feel that we create our worlds with our word, right? Mm -hmm. Right down to the fact that we said we wanted more time. We said we wanted things to not be as busy. We said we wanted an opportunity to pause. We got it. We didn't get it the way we wanted it, but we got it. And I think now, especially as we're resetting, refocusing, and removing back into the world and, you know, reopening, which will happen eventually, um, doing that that's what I'm looking for very intentionally is going to be super important so you do a lot of work with the sound the therapies around that talk to me about how that's impacting you and your clients as we shift well I mean this whole journey for me with sound really began several years ago where I was working through a lot of traumatic experiences from my childhood and I tried a number of different modalities a traditional alternative and, and you know nothing was really working and I didn't really find that I had anything that I found was giving me relief or that I was really working through stuff right like we talked about moving the needle I didn't feel like I was moving anything and so um you know I was I was beginning in uh, you know a lot of my coaching career and, and starting that end of it and I was doing a lot of energy work um you know, on myself and with others. And mm-hmm. so I was invited out to this um, high level retreat out in Costa Rica. And uh, here I am, you know, with these other high level healers from around the world. And there is this girl that showed up there that had these, like this table full of these crystal singing bowls. And they were just the most beautiful, elegant, mesmerizing and heart opening um, items I've ever seen. And as she played them, they were just this beautiful harmonic sound and frequency mm-hmm. just like instantaneously opened my heart. It just opened my soul. And I felt that there was, there was something about them. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you knew uh, throughout this, you know, throughout this retreat that I'm at, we're sharing sessions with each other. So this girl with these bowls ended up doing this session with me and I had a profound uh, profound awakening and out-of-body experience just from these bowls that really opened up my, my, my body, my mind, my spirit mm-hmm. into a way that as I came back, I knew I was incorporating these into my life. And so when I first started playing them, I bought these bowls 
just for myself. I wasn't utilizing them in my business. I wasn't, I just bought them for myself because I love them so much. And for the first time in my life, I felt that there was, there was peace. There was something inside of me that had shifted, that had changed. And the trauma wasn't front and center anymore in my life. And so that began a journey for me of, of healing on a very deep level when nothing else worked. And so needless to say, one thing led to another and um, the bowls are something that I now incorporate into my sessions and work with clients. So either through like one-on-one -on -one sessions or live group sessions or in my experiential travel retreats, oftentimes, so we'll travel out to the Rockies. I host um, a retreat out there. Well, every year I have been this, this, past year 2020 I didn't but um it's called uh, you know the heart the heart of the Rockies and we, we we enter into this space and and travel and connect so not only are we reconnecting back into nature but we're experiencing these harmonic sound code frequencies that are activating our dormant DNA that are activating us on a very deep level and not only reminding us who we are but helping us transmute the density and the aspects of ourselves that um, that we haven't been able to face or work through because they've been too painful. Um, so, like I said, regardless of kind of where those sessions happen, the bowls are assisting with that by harmonizing those frequencies. Because, like you said, everything is sound, everything is vibration, everything is energy. So when we have bowls that are tuned to different frequencies, they're tuned to different chakras in the body, they help to harmonize that within our body. They help to harmonize that within our being. And then it allows us to be more in sync with ourselves. And then we can show up in the world in a different way. And when we show up in that different way, it allows us to attract back to us different experiences that are more in alignment with what it is we desire. I know, I was thinking this the other day, who was I chatting with? Remember, but I was saying to her, I'm like, you, your, your current thinking energy, you know, the space you're holding for yourself is what attracted where you are today. And we were talking specifically about some of the things that were falling away in her, in her life. And I was sort of mirroring that back to her. And when I was saying, well, this was falling away in my life. And I said, but I'm not surprised because I just made some new intentions about how I want to move forward. And I've just seen some uh, you know, things I was calling in showed up and I was like, whoa, you know, what else can I call in? Right. Knowing that if you're calling in nature, pours a void. So sometimes there's a letting go to create space, to bring it in. And as you were talking, that's what I really felt like. They was just like, they facilitate or certainly support and facilitate some of that stuff. That's really cool. I don't think I knew that you did that. Yeah. The whole, thing. <laughs> the, whole the whole bowl thing. It's yeah. It's yeah. really become quite a big part of, um, of, my life and business uh, in a way that I never really expected it to be. It was just something that I just allowed to flow. It's something I just surrendered to. And it's been such a deep gift and a journey. And in fact, when we talk about things falling away and falling, you know, falling apart in order to make room for something more, um, this, just this past year in 2020, I had this calling that it was time to let go of the bowls that I had. And I've had these bowls for probably about six years now. And they've been with me through some really deep stuff, like from, you know, my dad passing to, uh, you know, all of the events that I have done and the activations and everything that I've brought forward, as well as my own healing and awakening. Mm -hmm. And something said, no, you're going to let these bowls go and you're going to be bringing in a new set. And I had no idea how that was going to happen. 
and how I was going to sell these bowls during the pandemic and, and whatnot. And literally the moment that I said yes, that I was open to it, that I allowed it to, you know, manifest, the right people came at the right time and all the bowls sold. And then I was able to get um, a new set this year, which um, I was, you know, I just had this, this intuitive knowing that I needed a set that was a performance set so that I could actually perform with musicians so that these ones are all specifically tuned um, to, um, to zero, right? Like where a lot of bowls you can buy, they're tuned to different frequencies on that scale. And they're often quite hard to find because they just, they're birthed as their birth. So if they come out as a zero, if they come out as a plus 20 or a negative 30, it's just, they are what they are. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that I needed this set. And literally all the bowls came together within like a two week period. And I ended up with this whole new set that was all a performance set. And so Mm -hmm. it's really magical what happens when we just choose to surrender to the moment, Mm -hmm. even when things are really difficult and challenging. And it doesn't seem like there's any answer. It's like when we just let go, life seems to open up for us and it brings us exactly what we need um, beyond what we can think of in our minds. Wow. Okay. Well, I warned you that this time was coming. And out of respect for, you know, the people who have sat with us this long, thank you. You can like, love, and subscribe. That's the best way for you to show us that you love what we're putting out in terms of content. Um, I think people forget that sometimes, right? They get the value and that share, like, and comment just go, go so far. Anyway, I would love it if at this point in our conversation, if there's something that's on your heart to share with our listeners, uh, that you would do so. Because I want to make sure that you've got lots of time to be able to speak what's on your mind and your heart. Oh, well, I just feel like, you know, I think a lot of us have gone through a lot of change this past year and a lot of transformation. And I feel like if we can embrace that in a way that just allows us to transpire um, a new beginning and to really plant those seeds with an open heart and to maybe let go a little bit more from that control that, you know, that we all like to have in our lives, that you know, this year might just be able to offer us a little bit more magic and a little bit more opportunities to really expand and grow into who it is that we've always desired to be. Yeah. Interesting that you say that. And I really love this. And, and my, my regular listeners, you're smiling because you know what I'm going to say next. But I, I'm often surprised at how much of these just seem to play or repeat what I've been thinking about. I mean, yesterday I posted um, that quote, right? When I let go of what I am, I become you know, what I might be or who I am, I become who I might be. And then we talk about it today. <laughs> like, it's always amazing to me how that happens or the conversations in my own life that lead up to this. Um, you know, so for our listeners, if you're, you're listening and you're tuned into this, maybe there's a reason uh, why we will have all of Tara Lee's information so that you connect with her down in the description um, box below. Um, so if somebody was looking to work with you, if they're feeling a gentle nudge or a niggle, as I would like to say, to potentially reach out to you. Um, why would someone do that if they were going to do that and work with you? Yeah, just if you're looking to expand and to grow and you really feel like you're ready to step out in a big way this year and to heal your life on that foundational level, 
um, you know, you can reach out, you can send me an email, I'd be happy to respond to it and just set up a discovery call. And we can chat about the different options and ways in which, um, you know, in which I work with my clients and see if something resonates. Mm. That is one of my favorite words, by the way, resonate. Um, and I think likely because of all of the, you know, music, <laughs> musicality <laughs> in my background. But, you know, I, I often say that to people, right, when they're looking to work with me or potentially, um, you know, do some, get involved with something I'm doing. I'm like, go feel it out, right? Trust your gut. If it's a yes, it's a yes. If it's a no, it's a no. And that's, you know, no big deal either way. But <sighs> we were not going to have to do this again. Are you going to play? Yeah, let's uh, let's play some. We've got about you know five eight minutes. So, ooh, I really love the color. I don't know about you, but I've finally allowed myself to embrace that my favorite color is pink. It took me having a daughter to be like, yes, I love pink. <laughs> so share with us, would you please? Oh look, they're so pretty. Two of them. Okay, your house. Yeah, welcome to my home. <laughs> Only COVID, right? <laughs> Only COVID. I think that maybe I need to get a set of those in my life too. That was incredibly beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, they are pretty lovely. Normally I sing with the bulls as well, but um, Zoom has not updated their sound recording quality yet. And so if I try to sing with the bulls through here, it is just a disaster and it all drones out and it sounds terrible. So today I was pretty quiet and just allowed you guys to hear more of the sounds and the tones of the bowls. Um, but in a lot of the sessions um, I do for people or the recordings that I make, there's um, a lot more of like the energetics and the sound component of it, as well as the, the, the channel light language and light codes as well. So it's, um, it's a little bit more in depth. Awesome. So if somebody did want to get uh, some bowls in their life, they could obviously speak to you about uh, speak to you about that as well? Absolutely. Yeah, there's bowls for sale um, on the website. And 
if you're looking for something that's more specific, um, that's like tailored, like if you're looking for more specific, like colored bowls, like the bowls that I play here, um, this bowl is, it's a Morganite bowl. So it brings in that energy of unconditional self-love. It's tuned to an F, so it's the heart chakra. Mm. Um, this other bowl, this one's kind of harder to see, um, but this one is a Mount Shasta uh, bowl. And so it's a Mount Shasta and Sedona red rock bowl. So it's bringing in that energy and the power. Mount Shasta is meant to be the root chakra of the earth. Uh, this is tuned to an E, so personal power, um, you know, really tapping into that. Um, and then this bowl is an etched Hathor bowl, which is it's also a Sedona red rock bowl. And it's tuned to the pineal gland. So it's connecting into that ancient wisdom. The Hathors were uh, 10th and 11th dimensional beings from Egypt. And so we're connecting into that mystical energy and that, that knowing within us. I need to have you back on, Carolee, because I feel like uh, last year was very much a, a time of embracing, uh, embracing and re-embracing uh, my feminine. I've been, the first part of my career, I leaned heavily into my masculine energy. And in 2020, finally had the opportunity to lean, begin leaning into my feminine. And it's been an incredible challenge for me not to just immediately revert back into masculine, but stay in that receptive space and honoring both, right? But certainly, you know, one is very underdeveloped. And as you were doing that, I felt like you were reactivating my feminine again. And I was like, ooh, next time, next time. So FYI, we'll have Tara back for a part two, Tara Lee. We are gonna definitely have to have this started and see where our conversation goes based on that setting the intention. I love it. Um, that's a lot of the aspect in which I work in too is the realm of the divine feminine and empowering that energy. Um, and it's been something that's definitely come more uh, front and center over this last year and stepping into this year. So that's really interesting that you picked up on that um, as saying that is the route of going forward this year and, and stepping into that. So I would absolutely love to come back um, anytime and we can definitely delve into that, this whole new, this whole new branch of, of wisdom and, and connection and play some more bowls. I would love that. So uh, for those that don't know, one of the, the things that 2020 uh, birthed in my life was we now have an online publication. Uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Tara Lee. I would love for you to write for us in one of our up and coming editions. Uh, we've got a couple of them coming out. We have a self-love coming out for February. So you people can find that information down there. We've also got mental wellness and men's issues in March. Um, I've recently discovered that even though I'm just seeking out how to live more fully in my feminine, I'm passionate about understanding the issues which play to the masculine, mostly because I recognize that my masculine was so overdeveloped because of a lack of masculine energy in my physical world. Not that I didn't have great men in my life. It's not what I'm saying, but there was just sort of this imbalance. And so I'm fascinated by this conversation. So with that in mind, April and May are going to be largely about femininity, women's issues, integrity, and some of these things. So would welcome your expertise in one of those upcoming editions. And of course, information for that will be always down in the description box for you guys to find us easily. But I think that's it for us today. It always amazes me. I start and I think, okay, we got 45 minutes. We're going to be good. This will be fine. And it's just like, bam, <laughs> where did 45 minutes go? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, that was a wonderful, like, we, we can get so going, you know? Anyway, 
Um, and to that end, I do intend to let these, you know, grow and expand and um, continue to have guests that people are, are seeking out. And um, I'm so glad that we did get a chance to connect before because I feel like we were very aligned today and I'm really excited for the conversations we can continue to have. So with that in mind, if you have a question for Tara Lee or I to uh, talk about the next time we get together. I would welcome you guys to drop one of those into the comments and Tara Lee and I will coordinate our schedules and we will get back together and start off our next set with you playing the beautiful both. Tara Lee, thank you for holding space with me. Oh, thank today. you so much for having me. It was such an honor. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And before we sign off, I want to say a big huge thank you to the Divas That Care. They are a network that choose to carry my show, and I'm so grateful that they do. They are passionate about helping women be divas, to be in control of their lives, and they have got some great initiatives, which I am 100% behind. So with that, this is me signing off. Please, if you again, if you liked this, if you loved this, go to my page, go to Tara Lee's page, leave us some love. It means it's, it's the air high five, right? It's like, yes, thank you so much. I was impacted today and we appreciate it. And so with so much gratitude, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.